When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just want to say thank you all, and as always, f*** everybody else. I love y'all. There was a rumor that that was, there'd be no speeches during that parade. You saw what Draymond said to the person who told him that. Also, the unstoppable mass of ice and snow crushing down on the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, if there was only a word to describe what this Colorado hockey team is doing. Tony ends every conference call with what Draymond just said. We start hockey tonight in Tampa. Avalanche Lightning Game 3. How the Lightning respond to getting their clocks clean in Denver. It was 7-0 in Game 2. We haven't seen the defending, defending champs look like that in years. We have seen Colorado look like that this postseason, and that's why they're two wins away from the cup. Sarah. What do the Lightning need to do tonight to get back in this? Can they even do what they need to do? Or is Colorado that good? Well, in an X's and O's sense, they just need to do what they've done that's been successful in the past. They need to score early, be aggressive right off the top. They need to establish the forecheck. It's all the stuff that we know this Lightning team can do, but we haven't seen More importantly for me, they have to be able to tell themselves the right story about how this series started because the worst-case scenario is that a rusty abs team that polished off their previous opponent early took a little time getting going, which is why Game 1 went into OT, and then in Game 2 they figured everything out and the rest of the series is going to look like this is absolute beatdown. If the Lightning can say, hey, we're back at home, that second game, we, we kind of lost our focus when we got down a couple goals and we just let it slide. wasn't our night. Now we get in early. We score early. We stay aggressive. We get home mm-hmm. ice, okay. and we're back to even Stevens. If they don't tell themselves that, it's over. David, did Sarah make you think Tampa could turn on a switch tonight and get back in the series? Not really. I mean, the thing about being back at home is the Avalanche is 7-0 on the road. So I'm not sure if that's going to be any better. fact of the matter is the, the Avalanche is straight up just blitzing them right out the gate. Like Sarah mentioned, 4 to nothing in the first 10 minutes of the first two games. I was going into this series relying on championship DNA and all that stuff. But really, that's just vibes. What I'm looking at on the ice is an Avalanche team that's playing better. They're moving faster. They're more physical. They just look better right Sounds now. Sounds like you're making a little amendment to your pick after two games. Very interesting maneuver from Mr. Dennis Jr. Israel Gutierrez, how about you? Yeah, I'm told every playoffs that you can neutralize speed and ability um, uh, offensively. And the, the, the Avalanche have done that. They did it to the Panthers. They did it to the Edmonton Oilers. And when you see that, you just kind of say to yourself, you okay, mean. well, maybe they can do that here. And if you want to talk about convincing yourself of something, the way Sarah said, well, they've been in this position before, right, down 2-0 and come back to win the series. Even uh, we're down in that game against the Rangers game three. So you can tell yourself that. But if they can't literally get back to their game and, do, and, and really neutralize that speed, from Colorado and that depth from Colorado, then I don't know if they can do that. So the only thing that's keeping me, you know, hopeful in this, that this becomes a series is, you know, sort of the lightning history and the fact that technically, you know, according to everybody, no series starts until the road team, lo- until the home team loses the game. So that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank Isola, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, Izzy, it starts when you lose 7 nothing on the road. That's when the series has started. That, that's like giving up. Let's be fair. That's like losing 50-3 to in the Super Bowl. Seven goals. And I tried to tell you last week, Tony, yeah. that Colorado was not going to be able to outscore Tampa win this series. And I was all Okay, wrong someone on else one. is amending Real the pick here. All right. <laughs> Big wrong. I thought you were trying to take credit for that. Think about this. Yeah. And David mentioned, you know, 7-0 on the road. They're 14-2 and in the playoffs. They haven't lost since May 25th. Right. Why are we when St. Louis had a little about miracle this like one of the greatest runs ever? Ago. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it, it, it blows you away. Their goal differential is a plus 33. I didn't think it was capable. They're doing this against Vasilevsky, who everyone says is the best goal, <laughs> goaltender out there. Meanwhile, he's like Swiss cheese. I, I do not believe, and I like this Tampa team and they're talented. I, you cannot sit here and tell me that you believe they can win four of the last five games. I'm not this is delicious for my Sola here. So now he's gone completely the opposite way, which just opens him up tomorrow to get muted. What do you pay? Comes, I love when you do this, Frank. It's a good line, though. A series uh, starts actually when you lose seven nothing. Sarah, are you going to amend any uh, any picks you made too? I heard David Dennis Jr. just do it a minute ago. Any any amendment here? No. No, I'm not going to bandwagon with the Avs. The Lightning can still take two at home and even this up, and we'll see what happens. We'll move on. NBA news of the day. It's a story from Shams Charania, the Athletic. Shams reporting the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving uh, potentially approaching a contract impasse, potentially setting the table for Kyrie Irving to hit the open market. And if that potentially happens, look at the potential suitors, the Lakers and the Knicks. I mean, come on now. You knew this. Frank, look at you. You're shocked. Shocked right now. Please, go ahead. Floor is yours. I I don't believe it, Tony. I don't believe that there's drama and controversy surrounding Kyrie Irving. I find a hard time buying it. But guess what? We all saw this coming. And really what the Nets are doing, from my understanding, is that they're putting protections in the contract because he just doesn't play enough. He's played 103 games as a member of the Brooklyn Nets. So, of course, the Nets have to protect themselves here. And Kyrie is not happy with it. Why do you think all of a sudden this story is out there now? This is all part of a negotiation. I do believe he'll be back, but there's clearly is an issue. Okay, there so you him. believe he'll be back. You believe the Nets want him back, but they only want him back short term. But if the Nets, if Kyrie says, I'm not signing short term, does he walk? Is, I mean, is that in play here? Well, if he, he could obviously opt out and walk, but there aren't a lot of teams that have money, so a, a sign and trade would right. be the best option. Are you going to try to get Russell Westbrook? Are you going to get John Wall? I, I don't think the Nets would do that. You know, somebody like Jalen Brunson with the Dallas Mavericks, I think they'd love to do. I think Kyrie will be back. I don't think there's enough options out there for him. I think he wants to be back. He just wants a lot of money and a lot of years, and the Nets aren't going to give it Israel to him. Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, I believe he wants to be back, too. But this wasn't built around necessarily Kyrie. It was built around Kevin Durant, who accepted Kyrie as his teammate. And they would build that. And so this is still about Kevin Durant and getting a championship built around him. And he's in his later 30s and probably, you know, doesn't have the same window that Kyrie has. So they have to look at this honestly. We've already taken a big challenge or a big risk with the Ben Simmons acquisition. We don't know what that's going to be here the Brooklyn Nets. So they have to have something stable there that is not Kyrie Irving. And he's the, you know, the opposite of stable. So. If you want to throw out trade ideas, uh, if he, you know, signs in for one year and can be traded, like maybe Miami. There's, you know, video out there on Twitter about Jimmy Butler saying Kyrie's his favorite oh, player. Oh, okay, ago, maybe so Miami. Maybe something involving Tyler Hero, maybe a Kyle Lowry situation. If, you know, Say the word no Tyler trade. Hero so for Kyrie Irving. Israel, really? Uh, okay. Hmm. I mean, I'm not pitching you're that sweating, trade. I'm just saying, saying it's what you're doing. That has been spoken. <laughs> David Dennis Jr. Yes. 
I mean, they could also, you know, trade Kyrie Irving to uh, Philadelphia for James Harden if we're just throwing out trades okay. out there and making make uh, it real yeah. spicy. Have some, have some <laughs> we could just keep on doing that every two months, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think, you know, this is about Kevin Durant, like you said, but this is about Kevin Durant sort of realizing what he has and how tethered he is to Kyrie Irving. He left to join the Kyrie Irving that averaged 30 points in those last three games in 2016 who made the most clutch shot ever, but what he got is a Kyrie Irving that's missed 40% of his games and who averaged 15 points in the last three games against the Celtics. And if, if KD needs to be honest about the decision that he's making and what team he can build around himself, they need to explore some options about what to do with Kyrie. Mm. Sarah Spain. Yeah, Frankis gave us the first part of the stat, but the more important part of the second half. He's played 103 games. He's missed 123. And that's the key here is Kyrie's the one who brought KD in. And while if you're the Nets, you don't want to waste a year of losing him for nothing. You cannot tether yourselves to him for a long-term contract if that's the only option that he gives you because you're probably wasting the time you have with KD with an inconsistency in Kyrie. And then you've got a future tied to a guy that just doesn't seem like basketball is always the priority. And to me, KD is the guy that you want to keep happy. Now, if that requires you to do a sign and trade, great. If that requires you to lose Kyrie for nothing, I'd rather risk trade. that and figure out to put around. I mean, Miami is fascinating KD. there is where you brought it up. The idea the Lakers are involved in this. Does anyone see a world, Frank, where it goes back to LeBron it. and Kyrie together and Westbrook <laughs> and Durant together and we just live like it's 2000? Yeah. Nets don't want that. Yeah. I mean, that's just... That would be interesting, but everyone's mentioned Durant. I do think that he wants Kyrie back on the team, but don't you think there's some pressure on Kevin Durant? We all know his legacy is secure, one of the all-time great players, but since he left the Warriors, they won a title, and he's won one playoff series. Those are the facts. I sold it. Bringing the fire today. We'll move on. One more story here. U.S. Open, there was drama. It was on 18. Up one stroke, Matt Fitzpatrick found himself in the bunker. He hit one of the best shots he's ever hit, he said. Called it a squeezy fade, and that got him in position. And then Will Zalatoris, uh, squeezy putt maybe. Uh, he needed it, could not get it to go. This one hurts, he said. His third second-place finish, Israel Gutierrez, what stands out most from Fitzpatrick's win. And Zalatoris is just not quite enough in the open. <laughs> well, the stand, what stands out to me the most is watching that. I was watching it on a small screen, and I thought that putt went in. It was that close. And so uh, <laughs> Zalatoris has been, you know, has been on people's backs for a, a few tournaments now, and it feels like he's going to break through eventually. He's got a beautiful game there. But uh, the, I think the whole tournament was great. You had Scotty Scheffler down the stretch really in the mix, and he obviously uh, having, winning, having won the Masters. And you had Rory McIlroy early on in the process sort of being a little bit of the people's champ uh, after speaking out against the Live Tour and him doing well early on and getting some support from the crowd. I thought overall, it was great, but I think, um, you know, no disrespect to Fitzpatrick, who obviously deserved that win, but I think Zalatoris is coming. No disrespect to the guy whose name you didn't even mention the first 40 seconds of your answer. Sure, no disrespect. Sarah Spade, please. Yeah, no disrespect, but Zalatoris is the story. He's got nine major starts. He's got six top ten mm-hmm. finishes, three second places. He is so close. He literally said in the presser after, what I wouldn't give for a couple inches, it would be the difference between me sitting up here and still not having one and instead having three major wins. Wow. That's great storylines for this tournament and the PGA because only four of the live players that entered even made the cut. The, <laughs> the best finishing plus four. So they love this. They're like, give us a close finish and the live guy's not showing up. Mm-hmm. David Dennis Jr. 
Yeah, this is an overall win for PGA. I was going to go Zalatoris also because of what he did. But I'm just going to talk about the overall okay. uh, PGA here because you have two young stars who did really well. And like you said, the live guys did not. And this is what you look at, look for from the PGA tournament. And so I think this is better for them. This is better for them looking forward. And we're not mentioning live and let, until I just did it now. So. Okay. Fitzpatrick, uh, <laughs> hugging the family after the tournament did nothing for you uh, people? Frank Isola, please. Uh, it, it did everything for me. And in the an analytic age that we live in, it reminds you once again why we love sports, because it is about human beings at play. And you saw all that human emotion. Here's a guy that won the U.S. Amateur at Brookline, and here he is winning his first ever major, and he's being chased on the court. He hits that bunker, the ball into the bunker, and then he has the great approach shot that hits the green. Come on, Tony. The guy from Sheffield, England, how humble was he afterwards? It was so great seeing him there, enjoy it with his family. That was an incredible story. Israel Gutierrez, incredible I'll give moment. you the last word here. I mean, Fitzpatrick did have a couple of bogeys in that back nine right. that he bounced back from. He, he deserves all the credit in the world. Don't get me wrong. You just asked. Oh, I'm not getting you wrong. Difficult. You talked for 37 seconds straight, and you didn't mention those days. I didn't get anything wrong. <laughs> Buy or sell on the other side. He's a Yorkshire man. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Warriors Championship Parade today. I say again, there was a rumor report there would be no speeches. Imagine being the one to tell Draymond there would be no speeches. Of course there were speeches. Here's Draymond. I just want to say thank you all, and as always, mm -hmm. everybody else. And on that note, uh, the everybody else note, we all found out this was juicy this weekend, wasn't it? Jaron Jackson Jr.'s shot at Golden State in March stayed with the Warriors for months. 
especially when they had the whoop that trick series in Memphis, up 55 at that point, but Golden State held on when Morant was out in that series. And now Klay Thompson waited until after the title to say hold that L, and that, you know, of course, got John Morant responding to Klay Thompson, which got Draymond Green responding to John Morant, which had Morant back at Green, and you think Green was going to get Morant? last word. Of course not. Around the horn they go. Sarah Spade, hold this talk. You know it's great. The Warriors can and should talk. The Grizzlies can and should talk. Who's getting the W right now in all this talk and, and should it go on? Well, the W clearly goes to the Warriors because they literally just won a world championship. But I'm giving credit to Memphis for having the cojones to come with it against a multi-time championship mm-hmm. team. They know that they're on the brink of becoming the next big thing, and they're not afraid of it. I think Clay was the only one who took it real seriously since he's calling people bums. The other two seem to be having fun with it, so I look forward to that matchup next that week. That Clay held on to it for a few months, David, that is true. Did you read anything into that? I think the Warriors were doing this all across the board. You know, Steph was doing the, this from something that happened like last summer. Uh, everybody's bringing things up from months ago. That's what you do. You win, you get to talk a little trash. I think this thing with them and the Grizzlies is all about mutual respect. And the Warriors see the Grizzlies as the, the Grizzlies as the future team coming up. They're playing with them a little bit. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mutual respect in that hold that L bum, Israel Gutierrez. Aisha Curry can cook. There was another response that uh, right. Steph had. But, they were but look, I think it speaks to sort of the purity of Klay Thompson and his competitive nature. Like, the fact that a tweet would bother him for that long, and he was clearly bothered. Because I don't think there was anything wrong with what Triple J did there. And by the way, you should learn his name. He's a very good player in this league, Clay. And uh, yeah, so I think that's fine. The rest of it, I think, is just, you know, modern age rivalry building. And I love that John Moran, from, from a couple years ago till now, announces himself every single time, even before he ever steps into a room, because it makes for a more interesting story. And John Moran announced himself in a room after the other team just won the championship, Frank Isola. Uh, I think Draymond and Clay were well within their right to whoop those tweets. Absolutely, because they had it coming to them. <laughs> Memphis, Memphis is a terrific story, a great team, but come on now. This is one team that's won four titles compared to a team. This new group of players hasn't been out of the second round yet, but this is why we love Memphis. They're a little cocky. They're talented. And what it's going to do, create a really good rivalry for the NBA. They were up 55, one point in that series, and Morant got hurt by the end of that series. Like losing 7-0. Understood, (laughs) but they pushed him pretty hard. We'll move on. Buy or sell, too. Have you ever accepted a job and had second thoughts? Kenny Atkinson turning down the Hornets' head coaching job he previously verbally agreed to to stay assistant with the Warriors. David, is that fair? Is that the right basketball move and how do you think Michael Jordan took it? I think Michael Jordan took this as calmly and professionally as he takes everything else and cannot wait to shake Kenny Atkinson's hand at the end of this and like like a true gentleman. No, I think Kenny Atkinson, I think he understands the pressure of head coaching a team with playoff aspirations versus, you know, assistant coaching a team that might win a championship again. And if things go bad for the Warriors, nobody's going to blame Kenny Atkinson. So it's sort of a a win-win for him. Israel Gutierrez? Yeah, I don't know if it's fair because I don't like the idea of backing off when you've already agreed to something. I do understand the decision, like the idea of leaving a championship team as a lead assistant and going to a team with a couple of young stars that you don't really know where their ceiling is. You don't really know how uh, well they take to coaching. And you've got Miles Bridges with a little controversy with a couple of steroid, a steroid, a couple of styrofoam cups and some pink lemonade in it. I think he probably looked at all that and said, you know what? I'm pretty happy with where I am. Let me just backtrack a little bit. Frank Guy Solis. Is it the right basketball move? 
I, I think if, if this is going to make him happy, he's moved now three times in two years. This is 13. His family seems to like it out there. You know what? There's only 30 NBA head coaching jobs, but maybe he's thinking as an assistant here, I'm with a great organization with great players. Maybe I should just ride this out. I think that's why he had second. Time. And Sarah Spain, you give him the right for a do-over after he, you know, agreed to it at least in, in voice. I don't think it's a good look, but if it's the decision he needs to make because he feels like he needs to learn more under someone, you don't get that many head shots, head coaching shots. And so if he feels like he's not ready, he's going to blow it and then not get another look. Uh, I think it's the right move, but it's Michael that you made the agreement with. I think you asked how he took it. He took it personally, and I guarantee you that for some reason, somehow, no matter how good the Hornets are, they're going to whoop the Warriors every game because the spirit of MJ will be flowing through them in those games. And the scoring today, uh, how did you take the scoring today, Sarah Spain? Uh, Frank just went against his own point just a moment ago, just like 7-0. Okay, well, the Warriors came back to win that series, so maybe I should... You had, I, I was just saying, you, I took it personally. Just say that. All right, we're going to be done. Gutierrez, Isola, showdown, two minutes. One game, 7-0. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. Israel Gutierrez, Frank Isola, good luck in showdown. Grayson Murray. He says he'll never apologize for showing his emotions on a golf course. That's example one. This is example two. Israel, might Mr. Murray need to apologize for those, or is it all what the U.S. Open does to somebody? Uh, it's a little bit of what the U.S. Open does to somebody. I don't think he needs to apologize to the tour. I don't think he needs to apologize to fans. I do think maybe he needs to talk to his therapist and start with an I'm sorry. We've seen John McEnroe, Serena Williams get in trouble for racket abuse. But come on, this is over the top. When he sees this, he's going to cringe. Everyone should have emotion. That's losing control. Doesn't look good. He has seen it, and he didn't cringe. He says this is what if the U.S. Open, if you're with them, if you think that this is bad, U.S. Open does this to golfers. Point Gutierrez. We'll move on. Showdown two. Mike Trout, five home runs in a five-game series versus the Mariners. Frank, what kind of run is that? We never really see a five-game series, but the five home runs? Hang on. Who was on the mound for the Mariners? Mina Kimes? Who's throwing up all these oh. meatballs? Who sees a five-game series? <laughs> oh, but once it's again, funny, but, oh. it shows you one of the best players out there 
that we just don't get to see enough of, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Israel. He needs to make the play. I mean, it's classic Mike Trout. It's five home runs in a five-game series against the Mariners in June. Like, it's, it's, it's what the numbers come from, but it doesn't happen in September. How can you hate on this? And what do you mean we don't get to see enough of him? He plays every day. It just happens to be while you're asleep, Isola. He doesn't make the playoffs. We'll move on. Liberty Storm sounds like the glow wrestler when she turns heel. But here we go. New York going above and beyond honoring Sue Bird. Gave her family tickets. Everybody wore the Thank You Sue t-shirts. Only to have her hit that ending three here to ice the game. Storm over Liberty. Israel, you think teams should think twice before, you know, the whole pregame honors for the farewell tour? Nah, that was a dagger, but it wasn't exactly a buzzer beater there. In fact, I think it should go the other way. Anybody who's hesitant about the farewell tours that deserve them need to get them, like, twice as much. Nice. Sue Bird from Syosset, Long Island, hometown of Natalie Portman, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, my cousins as well. Long Island has produced Jim Brown, Julia Serving, legendary athletes. Sue Bird is among them, too. Absolutely. What a career. Oh, this is, and what a way to go this out. This is not about your cousins. Well, take the FaceTime, Gutierrez. Thanks, Tony. I just wanted to take some time to point out there's a great story on ESPN.com by Ryan Hawkins-Smith about an athlete trying to break a pull-up record for most pull-ups within 24 hours. You might recognize the name. It's Anthony Robles. He's the 125-pound wrestler from Arizona State who won a national championship. If you read the story, it's an incredible accomplishment. One small detail, he didn't start sweating until after pull-up number 218. Unbelievable. (laughs)